In this episode, we take a look at the concept of self-worth. We talk about how we think this very toxic idea should be done away with and how intuition and ego are the answer instead. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girls Guide. Hey, Jay. Hey. We have a topic that I feel spicy about today. (laughs) I know. This is going to be a a good one. Mm, It's a long one. Maybe. (laughs) I definitely think it's one of those ones that we're going to come back to and like break down smaller pieces of. I agree. But this is something that happens a lot for me when people are talking about certain things and I just... I want to correct something that is really toxic and hurting people all the time, and it's not talked about enough. Yeah, and I'd also like to sort of energetically trademark (laughs) this for you, because people are going to learn about this, and they're going to start. Yeah. Which is cool. We want everyone to, like, learn it and know it and apply it. Yes. I can also see, like, a... Mm like a 10 week course. Oh God, don't do being that. sold. I would like to maybe someday write a book about this. <laughs> exactly. For people, but yes. I don't want to write a self help book cause that's icky, but like it's in my brain because mm-hmm. it's something that I think is part naturally occurring and part taken from all the things I've spent my life studying. Right. And that's just, it has to do with intuition and ego. But this is something that you have, I mean, it exists naturally. You didn't like... I didn't invent it. You didn't invent it. No. But you observe the formula. Mm. You observe the patterns. Yes. And you have created what we're going to talk about now. Yes. This is you. This isn't you like... You didn't learn this from Tony Robbins. (laughs) No, I didn't. I'd like to teach it to him. Exactly. Yes. That's (laughs) That's a different story. (laughs) So this is a category of intuition and ego here. Mm -hmm. But the thing that sparks this for me is the idea of self-worth. Right. I mean, you've known me for a while. I mean, how many times have you heard me rant that self-worth is not a real thing and it's bullshit and it makes me mad and... Yeah, like a million. Yeah. Yeah. mm. Mm -hmm. And I think the more you study intuition and the more you study ego and the more you study human behavior, the more... It's such a red flag when the idea of self-worth is presented. Right. Whether it's somebody trying to work on their self-worth, I'm already like, shit, no, stop. It It, doesn't work. And just sort of the casual observer, it's like, well, what's wrong with that? Everyone should feel like they're worthy. Everyone should be working towards feeling worthy. Right. So it's like sneaky. It's like... It's very subtle. And people are like trying to tell you Mm -hmm. to have self-worth and to work on your self-worth. And I don't think that they're doing it to be, like, toxic. No, most people know. I just think that this culture with such a lack of knowledge of intuition and ego, which is mm-hmm. how you operate all the time, <laughs> right? it it just it creates this, like, hole, and then people fill in a lot of toxic ideas. Right. It, it reminds yep. me of when people tell me to, like, love my body. Yes. Why wouldn't I? Exactly. And you don't telling me to love my brain, like... What's happening? Like, these things don't make any sense. Yes. So that's what we're talking about. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, that's a good one. So I I think our viewers have figured this out about me. What? And I'm constantly running experiments. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they know that. If you happen to be my friend, 
you are constantly experimented on by me. True. Or just a casual acquaintance mm-hmm. if you cross my path. True. I, okay. So I experimented on you. I told you about it after. Yes. I got your permission to talk about it. Yep. Right. Yes. But I, I had been seeing a bunch of TikToks about self-worth. Yep. And a lot of them were like white men with their legs crossed in that certain position that I always talk about yep. where they just, they're like talking down to people a little bit. Yep. This particular TikTok, I'm not going to play or post because I, I didn't actually feel like this guy was like a jerk. I think no. he was just misled a little bit yeah. or like missing a huge piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But I do want to, I do want to explain it. So I sent it to you because I wanted to see how you would react to it. Right. And I was like, this kind of stuff is the problem. This sort of a, an idea. And I, I think most people would hear it and think, what's wrong with that? Right. I relate to that. This, this makes sense to me. Right. So the TikTok was like six signs you have low self-esteem, which right. self-esteem is just another word for self-worth. Right. Okay. I'm going to list them later and tell you what they really are. Right. They're, they're, what? Okay. So <laughs> I sent it to you. And will you, will you tell our listeners <laughs> how you reacted? Uh, yeah. So I, I wrote Heather <laughs> with a bunch of exclamation marks. If I get like first names, like full first names... <laughs> Serious. It's real serious business. Yeah. And then I wrote, called out, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Which was how I was afraid you would react to it. And and then I did have a moment, like, I went about my business, and then I was thinking about it. And yeah. I was like, that's weird that Heather would send that. Because normally if we send things to each other, it's because... I like that you're on to me now. Like, <laughs> this is an experiment, I think. Well, because it was... Because usually you'll send things that it's either applies to you. Yeah. Or it applies to me. Or there's or a caption our, if I think it's bad. Or yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right. There's a caption if it's just like not right. like I, this is dumb or right. I don't like this or something. But I, I didn't I didn't say anything. It was like amongst other TikToks. Right. And I don't know how much you want me to talk about the content of what no, you were saying, but yeah. like it was like it, it was like every single thing that he listed as a symptom of low self-esteem or sign. Yeah. I could apply to myself. Right. And as someone who, as you all know, if you listen to this, like someone who does the work, like we are constantly working on this. Yep. Like I, to your point, I think he was trying to be helpful. Definitely. But you could feel the intention was good. But even to someone like me, who's always perpetually actively doing the work, I, I walked away from that TikTok. Like, damn. Yes. Deflate it. Like. I'm doing all, I've been doing this work for so long and I'm still checking all these boxes. Right. The bad boxes. Right. You know? Yes. People pleasing. I forget. You mean, you have a list, but I I was like, oh, I mean, yes. And I don't do those all the time anymore. Like I've improved all of that in my life, but it was like, this isn't what that guy was going for. No. And then. And I knew that's not what you were going for. I knew you weren't like, here, Jamie, look at all the ways you suck. And also, I'm not going to give you any help with it or, yeah. Well, first of all, and again, I promise to explain the six. We're going to go over it towards the end after we talk about why self-worth is absolute bullshit. But, like, first of all, everyone feels those ways that you described. Those are ways that everyone everyone feels. So everyone's going to think they have that. Right. But then when you take one step further, which is what I was wondering if you would do, and I I bet you eventually did. It was also just a TikTok in passing. It wasn't like I was like, think deeply Mm -hmm. about this. 
you would then probably get to the point where you go, well, what do I do about this? Yeah. And that's where the trap is because there's nothing. Right. Because self-esteem and self-worth are stupid and they don't make any sense. Right. That now you're in a place where you've actually had your self-worth, self-esteem, using quote fingers if you're right. just listening, right. go down. Yes. It's not like, hey, if you are suffering with this, work on this. Oh, yeah, there was nothing there. It's just, oh, you have low self-esteem, low self-worth, go work on that. Yeah, you Well, suck. how? Right. <clears throat> what does that mean? Right. Well, and, and they're also, those are also, they're such broad concepts. Very broad. That yeah. like, yeah, I can feel that way. Yeah. But do I act that way? No. Most of the time, no. Exactly. Like, there's a big difference between like, like, sort of the vows that I've created, the voices, you know, like, that, mm-hmm. that are compelling us right they're telling us like oh you got like don't piss this person off or be a good girl like don't uh, yeah don't, yeah don't ruffle any feathers right like do i hear those voices of course yeah of course but do i listen to them no not nearly as much as i used to and listen that's the work right. the the those things which are all imbalances of the intuition and ego right right they're all signs that there's a vow if you're mm-hmm. relating to those things so there's a vow in a category which we'll go over right but like there isn't any human walking around who has healed all of like those they're things immune to it. and they never right. catch themselves people pleasing or they Correct. never catch themselves not wanting to have social interactions or feeling low about right. themselves that's not a thing yeah but but people are sold that it is. Exactly right. Like people are sold like if you do enough work, if you take this course, if you pay this money, if you go to this retreat in Bali, you're going to walk away and never feel like you have to like, you know, like bow to someone ever again. You're never yes. going to have to like contort who you are to, to please someone yes. again. It's impossible. It's not like listen to our episode on healing for more of this. Right. There is no right. ultimate healed and then you never suffer. Exactly. And you're sold that and the idea of self-worth is part of that. And right. so I get very spicy. Yeah. Okay. So self-worth, if I was to define it for you, is basically the value you place on yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is an incredibly toxic idea. Yes. Okay. Because you're trying to feel like you have enough value to be worthy. Correct. But worthy of what? Right. You don't have an answer. Like you're going to think of things like worthy of other people's love. Okay. So how do you, what are you supposed to, what's the standard to receive that? Mm -hmm. Worthy of lots of money. Okay. Well, how do you do that? Because I know some really awful Awful people people. who have a lot of money and some really amazing people (laughs) who have none. Right. So what is, what is it that gets you there? Like, right. How is it measured? How do you, how much, how much do I have? Mm -hmm. How do you measure that comparing yourself to someone else? But like, you don't know them. You don't know all their stuff. And, and hold on for everyone who's listening to this and they're saying like, Right, but if I do feel like I'm not worthy, I'm going to behave in ways that, like that, impose that. Right, like that. Yeah. That recreate right. those feelings. Right. Right. But the thing is, is that it's not. That's the vow talking. Yes, you're you're fighting in the wrong place. Exactly. Yes. Like it. Like yes. Like you you have these beliefs, and so now they're they're being played out in your life. 
Yes. But you're never going to actually get to a place where you're like, oh, I'm not making these mistakes because now I'm worthy of love. Now that I've taken this course. Right. Now that I've lost 10 pounds. Now mm -hmm. that I've whatever. Opened you're a, filling in. a savings account. Now I'll have, now I'll be rich. Yeah. Now that I've earned this much money. Right. These are not things that have anything to do with how much value you have. Right. You, you don't have any value. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Because everybody has the same amount of value. Exactly. So that makes us all with no value. And I know that sounds like shitty to hear, but it's so <laughs> freeing. It is, right? When you're like, oh, I actually don't have yeah. any value. Right. I'm worthless. <laughs> yes. But so is good, everybody else. Right, in a good way. Or you could just say we're right. all the same worthy. Like, it, so that means we're all, it's all just zero. Exactly. Like you're, are all the things that you're feeling valid? Yes. But if you are putting them in the category of self-worth, mm -hmm. you're just in a hamster wheel of feeling yeah. shitty and it's never going to yeah. get better. And then, mm -hmm. and then when you think more, here are more of my questions on self-worth that mm -hmm. you didn't ask for, but I'm going to tell you. Like anyways. Okay. In what area of your life does the thing you're trying to do to be more worthy increase your worth? Or is it just an across the board thing? Like if I do really well at work, does that make me more worthy as a mother or just as a human? Like this, this makes no sense is it what I'm trying to show you. Sense. Okay. Right. It doesn't make any sense. And it, it's built off the idea that in your natural state, you are either not enough or too much. Right. But there's no like, but here's how to be the right, the right thing. Right. When it's in, all bullshit. Right. When in reality you're here, you exist that's it. That's it. There's there's no quantitative measure of, of worth or value no. or lovability no. or likability. You got more friends than someone else? That doesn't make you worthy or like right. your value higher than someone who has less friends than you. That doesn't right. even make any sense. Right. Like you're fighting for something that is unattainable. Right. And that is a trap of you feeling worse all the time. Yeah. Like if you try to work on your self-worth, listen, we've all been there. I'm not yeah. judging you. No. You are going to feel less worthy. Yes. Well, right. <laughs> because you're fighting for something that doesn't exist. The whole concept is madness. And you're going to start seeing like where the whole, where the gaps are. Yeah, right. and you can't improve it. There's no way to improve right. something that you don't have. Yep, it's just a construct. Yeah. Speaking of a construct, mm. let's talk about where it comes from okay. and how it's perpetuated constantly. Right. I like to think of the question, two questions really. Who taught me this and who does it benefit? <laughs> so I wrote down some answers. Okay. Okay. Capitalism was my first one. Okay. Think about what capitalism as a system teaches us. Mm -hmm. It teaches us the concept of value a lot, right? Yes. And what does capitalism as, a, as just like a whole teach people their worth is connected to? Money. How much Items, money they earn, how hard they products, work, how many right. hours. Productivity, right? right? So the more productive I am, the more worth I have is this is the message. Correct. Okay. And people who have less are less worthy because they don't produce as right. much. That's They're why you productive. want to be rich because you feel like you have more yes. value. Yes. I could tell you guys something. I We both know people who have a lot of money. They are not feeling any more worthy than us. That's true. And they still have problems. <laughs> they, they have big problems. Yeah, because that's not a real measure of worth. Right. 
It's a right. measure of how much money you got. Mm-hmm. That's all of that's all it is. That's right. a measure. I know some people who have a lot of money who are fantastic people, in my opinion. Yep. But someone else might think they're a shit person. That's true. Because there's no way to measure that. That's true. It's, that's true. It's immeasurable. Yeah. You want to know where I first learned about? I do. Like where I first started questioning? Yeah. yeah. Was in CCD. Oh, religion's my next was in, one on was the Was in church. Like, who taught me this? My answer to that is religion. Like, am I good enough? Yeah. Am I good enough? Am I am I worthy? Like, yeah. am I am I gonna go to hell? Am I breaking the rules? Exactly. Okay. Capitalism and patriarchal religion are like lovers. Bedmates. Was I <laughs> to say. Yeah. Lovers is too romantical and intuitive of a term for the, what they are. They have a dysfunctional <laughs> sexual relationship, and they can't get away from each other. <laughs> Not talking. <laughs> For those of you listening, Jamie's putting her hand over her mouth. Okay. okay. You All don't right. want to hear what <laughs> I mean. Crass thing I'm about to say. I, I would like you to tell me later. <laughs> okay. So these two organizations work together. I mean, the jig is up. We know that. Correct. Okay. Correct. Now, I will just say what I always say. I am not insulting religious people. I don't. I have no beef with anyone who follows a religion unless you start you know, trying to take away somebody else's rights. But if you're well, just doing right. your thing yep. and it works for you, cool, awesome. My problem is with the people who perpetuate these toxic ideas. Yeah, and as much as they're allowed to have their own religious experience, we are also. And exactly. the experience we had in organized religion yeah. was like riddled with shame and judgment and mm-hmm. oppression. Okay, let me tell you about this this whole system. Okay. Mm-hmm. People aren't, some people are going to get a little mad. At Fine. Me, but join the club. There's I mean, a, it, there's a long, the first there's time a big spoken about this. My self-worth is not attached to this because I don't believe in the concept. Of exactly. So you don't, right. I don't care if you don't like me. But so, this would make me a little squidgy because my, I have tied my self-worth yes. to people being upset with me. Right. But, so it's not the which, religious part I care about. But just to just to correct you, you just have a vow in the area exactly. because self worth doesn't exist. Exactly. And the more we say, "Oh, I, I have this tied to my self worth," the more we're distracted from the actual problem, exactly. and we can't fix it. Exactly. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So the teaching is that you have to disregard how you feel, you think, and try to be the same as the Son of God. Who the sky daddy is perfect, mm. but he made a really imperfect world. Whatever, I could go on about this. Let me try to stay on yeah, point. Focus up. Okay. And that guy, that son, was like perfection. This yep. is who I want all the humans to be like. Yes. Okay. So do all the things he did. Yep. And then if you're not like him, mm-hmm. don't be like you. Act like him. Yes. And this is where the concept of self-worth is introduced. Mm -hmm. If you follow these rules or laws or however you look at them, commandments, well enough, you get to spend eternity in a real nice place. And if you don't, you have to suffer for eternity in a really hot, sweaty, ragged clothing place run by the devil who I guess tortures the people who follow him. That doesn't make any sense to me, but okay. yeah, there are That's... a lot of there are a lot of plot holes in okay. this story. So, the more of a 
I don't really love the term strong-willed, so I'm trying to think of a better one. The more of a kid, the kind of kid you are, mm -hmm. that was like you and I, that was like, I got some real strong personality going on here. Yeah, and like curious but, and thoughtful. And, and I want to think right. really deeply about everything, mm -hmm. and I question everything naturally, but not because I don't believe it, but because that's how I learn it. Correct. Okay. And you put them in religion mm -hmm. young. We start to go, holy shit, there's a lot wrong with me. Right. There are so many things that are not like that right. that are me. Except the whole thing is designed to take a really powerful woman mm -hmm. and and say all the things that are like her are mm -hmm. all the traits we say are bad. Right. And then they like disguise it in like, be nice to your neighbor. Well, I don't want to fucking be nice to my neighbor. What right. if my neighbor is an asshole? I might right. be nice to them. I'm not going to go sleep with this wife. Probably. Right. Well, right. But like, I don't know. Like, it's. But even like, I wasn't like you were that strong-willed child, like from the giddy up. Yeah. You were. I was not. I didn't start asking those questions until, like, junior high and high school. Yeah. But I was receiving that programming. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Like from when I started CCD, which is like Sunday school. Yeah. In Roman Catholicism. Right. You were raised Catholic. I was raised Protestant. Right. For reference. Right. So. Like, I was receiving that programming yeah. for years. And then when I started questioning it, yeah. you know, because I had to fight that, like, people-pleasing thing. But right. I was getting that programming of that in a lot of yes. different places, but there, too. Yes. Um, but that's, like, ingrained in your head, even if you're fighting it or not. Like, if you're yeah. questioning it or not, like, that right. programming is happening all the time. Yes. And it's, it's what it's doing, the idea of self-worth is setting you up to have a vow right. that being yourself is unsafe. Right. You and I both exist with that vow and it's really fucking loud. Right. It's really annoying. Yeah. We yeah. we deal with it all the time, mm -hmm. right? But that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing that people this is something that like I've spent time speaking about, talk about mm -hmm. like whatever. So I've heard a lot of feedback from this. One of the things that people will say is like, yeah, but like teaching kids to like behave in certain atmospheres and things is good. That's different than this. Teaching kids that there <laughs> are natural consequences to things and that how to react, how to behave amongst the humans so that the, you get what you need from the humans and you give what you need for the humans is absolutely essential to learning how to function in society. Yeah. But it's vastly different than telling somebody that they have to be exactly like this to not suffer or, like, you're, or you're punished in hell forever and you're like, lesser. Right. I mean that, that there's, I mean, there's studies and talk about unsafe. I mean, I could talk about this forever, but like yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't need kids to fear punishment. No. To do the right, the quote unquote right thing. Right. Right. And like children should be motivated by like, internal mm -hmm. motivators yes not external motivators it's like scientifically yes. proven that that doesn't work as well exactly and also like i'm a big believer in supporting my kids through dealing with consequences yeah you but are none of the consequences have to do with their worth right like hey yeah if you fooled around in school and you were distracted and you got in trouble for that right then you need to whatever the consequence of that is, right. you need to go sit and take. I, right. You're already in trouble. I'm not putting you in trouble. You and I will talk about what's going on that's making that happen. Right. But absolutely you will go do that because you were already told 
Right. That was a consequence while you were in this space. Right. And that's what would happen. And what is the consequence? You Like the teacher yelled at you or you had to stay for detention? Like, right. okay, that's well, the consequence. Your yeah. grade is, a, is if you're great, I mean, we'll talk about school and grades in a minute. But you, you're in the setup and you didn't turn that in. So your grade is lower. That's your grade. Right. That's what happens. Do you want better grades? No. Okay. Do you, right. Do you want to fail and take summer school? Probably not. But like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Kids, ha- like we have to, as humans, go out into the world and interact with people. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn how to balance our intuitions and egos and manage ourselves in a world and do things that we don't want to do sometimes. Right. And then, but also have those constant questions running of like, why do I have to listen to you? Right. And like, what do you do with that? Like, these are the things you should be doing. So when people argue with me, like I'm saying you shouldn't teach children to behave, I just think that's such a bizarre like thing, but it's said to me over and over as if it's the same. Right. Because we're told that our self-worth is tied to like perfectionism. Right. So like if you make a mistake, you're jeopardizing like your entire existence. Yes. Like those stakes are too high. Right. And they're not, and they're not actually real. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you can't win. It's a no win. And, And it's set up to be a no win. Exactly. They like us feeling like we can't win. Religion likes that. Who Capitalism benefits? likes that. Patriarchy likes that. Billionaires love that to make us feel like we can't win. So we're just yes. gonna stay in this. We're just gonna stay in this hamster wheel. I'm just gonna run in this hamster wheel, and like every right. once in a while, something will occur that will make me feel a slight bit better for a right. really short amount of time, and I'll right. just chase that forever. Uh, yep. And I'll never get there, and I'll never make changes, and I'll right. never stop the people who are doing the bad things, and mm-hmm. I'll never get society to be more than right. what it is now. Like right. I'll just give up on that right. and I'll I just try good. to survive I, I, I have to be and good. run in the hamster wheel. I have yeah. to be worthy. Yes. Right. That's that's what they want. Yep. Okay. School's role in this is very strong as well. Yes. And like I said, yep. I think everyone's parenting – I don't think my parenting styles are right. I don't think there's a right way to parent. I think that there's just ways that make sense to you as a person. <laughs> Like, and to your kids, because every your kid kids. is different. Yes, exactly. Like you can't parent every child the same way, because every child's different. Yes, but I had a conversation with a parent when they were like really surprised that I don't put a lot of emphasis on my kids' grades. We have talks about them. Mm-hmm. We say like, you know, my oldest is starting to get to the age where like it college more doors will be open if his grades are higher. Right. But they're not being motivated to get good grades because of me. Mm. So I had a conversation with a parent about that who was like surprised because my kids actually do get relatively good grades. And they they were like shocked why. that like, oh, you don't – I would just imagine my kids would just barely get Ds if they didn't have to. But They I, weren't going to be in trouble. Yeah, and right. this particular person's kids have to get As. Right. They, they spend all this time. They have tutors and all this stuff. They mm-hmm. have to get A's. And my question was, okay, what is what are you – I said it nicer than this. What are you <laughs> teaching them right. is the consequence and why they should get good grades? And this isn't what she said. But what her answer is is because it matters how it looks to her. She feels right. less worthy as a parent if her kids don't get A's. Oh. So she's teaching her kids. Yes. That you need to do this stuff and that self-worth is connected to how it makes everybody else feel. 
and how you're perceived by everybody else and how you're making someone else be perceived right like not well i gotta you, be good so right. that my mom's happy right it's not because you actually want to learn or grow as a person or like you know cure cancer or whatever it is <laughs> right. like it's, it's because you like love math and you want to work with numbers it's right. because because i have to look this way or yes. my mom has to look this way yes those are the consequences that are being taught so it's right. just like but that I'm not shaming her. No, and she probably doesn't realize she's even she doing doesn't, that. She doesn't, but right. like that's the product right. of right. being raised in this kind of society exactly. and being taught this stuff. Right. And then the other just element of this I want to bring up is that there's a different thing that naturally occurs in humans, which is taking on roles. Yeah. Okay. Now, the thing that gets messy here is that people attach self-worth the made up concept they think mm -hmm. to their roles. So yes. people will use this terminology where they're like, for example, it's very natural for humans to take a role in their family. Children, mm. like your, your nuclear family, whatever that looks like. Yep. Adults, children will all take a role and the roles will shift when a new person comes in or leaves or whatever. Right. That's human behavior. You can't not do that. That's, right. that's what happens. Right. But then somebody will say something like, well, I've attached my self-worth to being the caregiver. No, you have not. Right. You've attached a vow that it's unsafe if you're not the caregiver. Right. And or so the if you keeper or yes right. or whatever or the right. funny one or whatever. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but if you work under the idea that you've attached your self worth to it, it will never shift. Right. You'll always be have this thing that have guy. this power over right. you. You'll always be that guy. Right. Right. You and can't let go of that persona because it, it to your ego, it feels very unsafe to not be yes. the funny one. And it just becomes a labor. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't right. free you of that. Will you ever not give a shit if you're the caregiver and like never take care of people? No. That, right. Part of that is a natural element to who, who you, you are. are. Right. But the idea that it's unsafe to not do it is the part you would shift so that right. you can actually be happy doing it. Right. Not feel like you have to do it. That's right. the thing. But again, if you stay in the self-worth boat, mm -hmm. it's just a label that you now continue to play out all the right. time. There's no freeing right. yourself. That's the point. There is no freedom in that. Yeah. Because what if you're the funny guy in the family, but you start to want to like, like make some changes in the family dynamic or, or like enact some healing. Yeah. But if you're supposed to be the funny guy. Yeah. It's literally not safe for you to be like, hey guys, yeah, like let's look at what's going on in the family. Like these dynamics are a little off because you're upsetting the whole ecosystem if you're not the funny guy. Yes. Or how about when you you're a kid, you grow up the funny one. I right. bring I bring the the humor in. Right. Okay. That's fine. That's natural. But if you've you've created a vow that says it's not safe unless I'm that. Right. And then you go to college. Right. And there are people funnier than you. Right. Then I know what? funny is objective, right? But like right. people are like already laughing more at this person or someone doesn't someone else find is the you funny. Of the party. Right. What if someone doesn't find you funny? Right. What does that do to who you are? Your, er, You're your whole world shakes. You're unsafe all the time. Right. That's where the problem is. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I, I see this all the time with the, the sort of caregiver complex, right? Mm -hmm. Where people are like, it's not safe for me not to be the caregiver. And so all the relationships they have with friends, with romantic relationships with their kids with whoever is built around trying to figure out how to take care of them and their yeah. relationships are so empty because they can't receive it back they can't connect in any other way and it becomes toxic yeah you yes. know what i mean and yes. it isn't because they're a bad person right. it isn't because they have more or less self-worth it's because they're unsafe unless they're doing it 
and it's hurting them. Exactly. Okay. I want to take a quick break. Mm. And then we come back. I want to tell you my formula for the humans, which I've never really explained before. I've never even typed out. Right. Um, This is the part we're energetically trademarking. Okay. Like this is. TM. Trademarked. Yeah. ETM. We'll be right back after this short break. great with podcast listening a great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop yep beans roasted in-house amazing baristas you know where i'm talking about restoration coffee can we go yes i need an americano and maybe a panini too Ooh, i need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl yeah check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki, so I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. gonna be mad when I say this oh no <laughs> is it about me again no it's about me oh you're just gonna be mad about the way I'm saying it but oh okay like I'm a, it's I'll not just it's not just this week that I'm obsessed with okay but I've come to realize that I'm just always obsessed with scarcity oh Ugh. I mean I am mad about that but I already know that I know, I know. so <laughs> sure you do know that <laughs> I'm aware but I want to bring it up because And I think this could be, first of all, I didn't realize it's like very appropriate for this episode. That's true. But I also think it could actually be its own episode. I definitely think it could be. Yes. But I sent you a TikTok about, what was it about a sandwich? (laughs) It was two guys talking about a sandwich. The disordered eating. Yeah. And and I was completely (laughs) like taken aback. Sorry, we're having a moment. Uh, I'm having a moment. I'm verklempt. Are you? Yes. Why? Because I know what you're going to say. Okay. It's all about you. It's about me. I know it's about you. I'm verklempt about how much this speaks to what you're, like the scarcity mindset. So so, so I'll explain it. So there's two guys. It looks like they're doing like a podcast. Yeah. Right? And the guy says like, what if you have a sandwich? Say like you have like an Italian sub. Of course. It's an Italian sub in my mind. (laughs) It can be whatever sub you want it to be. That's Jamie's like comfort, <laughs> comfort food, food sandwich. Yeah. Childhood comfort food. Yeah. Right? So, and, but the, the guy says, well, but what if it's not cut like actually in halves, it's cut sort of askew. So there's a bigger piece and a smaller piece. Yeah. And I knew exactly what my answer was. As same. Soon as he started saying it. Okay. But yeah. then he goes before anyone answered, before they went into it, he was like, this is, a, this is a sign of disordered eating. And I was like. What are you talking about? Yeah, because the other guy's sitting there like, like when I just he's like, I yeah, guy was like, which well, which one would you choose? Would you choose the bigger one or the smaller one? And the guy's like, I don't know, I, I wouldn't just pick I up would one pick and, it up and eat. And I and <laughs> I was like, oh, I know exactly which one I would choose. What which one? I would choose the smaller one. Oh, me too. And just would really hope that that filled me up. No. Oh, see. 
just the difference. Oh, you would so you could save the bigger one? No, I would choose this. I would I would eat the smaller one first, so that when if when when I was still hungry, it you would feel like there was piece. more. There was still more. Oh. Because there's always scarcity. Look at your sad face. You're like, oh, sorry, Jane. That's fucked. Mine's no better. <laughs> Mine's like a literal example of, I hope, this is how much I think should fill me up. Oh, like the judgment of like, this is all you get. Like before right. I've even, I'm not even thinking, I don't oh, even no, know I'm, I'm thinking it. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm like, but I'll probably eat the whole thing. But right. then I'll feel all the shame that the small part <clears throat> didn't fill me up because I'm too much. Right. Your right. story is that you're not enough. I'm not going to have enough. There yes. Be enough. Yes, 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 yes. But the point is that like, it was a, it was a great, obviously like a very impactful <laughs> TikTok, right? Yeah. But of course then I start thinking like, look at where... Look at how profoundly affected yeah. by scarcity you are. And like, this is why we do the work. Like we're always talking about, like, this is why we do the work because this isn't about food for me. No. This is about having dead parents. <laughs> right. This is about- Sorry, like, you just did that thing where you deadpan say something that is very emotional. But with, it's true. None. You're absolutely right. Here, here's the thing with your scarcity that makes it a little harder for you to fight. Mm -hmm. It's that your- it's not that scarcity is unsafe for you. It's that scarcity is the only safety for you. Yes. That's all I know. Anything scarcity. above scarcity is unsafe. So scarcity is the only safe thing. So <laughs> even when you don't have scarcity, you have a whole sub. Correct. You create scarcity to feel safe. To feel safe. It's a self-soother. Scarcity soothes you. Yikes. It's fucking gross. It's not gross. It's a vow. It's, but it's rough to hear. It's rough yes. to hear that like you're yes. creating your own demise like that like to feel safe i create these conditions that feel so bad yeah for me right but the point like but it's not about this it's not about the sub no is my point like this is why we do this podcast and why we talk yes. about vows and why we talk about intuition and ego and all this stuff and energy and and the work all of it is yes. because the things that happen to you like the way your life has played out yeah. is affecting you in ways that you have no idea. Like yeah. this trauma of my childhood of losing my mother mm -hmm. and then growing up and losing my father yep. now impacts the way I see food. Yes. Now impacts the way I deal with money. Now impacts my relationships. Like yes. impacts like, like my work, like what I take for jobs or what I don't take for jobs. Yes. Like, it's if you don't look at it, it has a it, it has a huge amount of wild. power over you, and right. it leads you to have outcomes that aren't the ones you want. Right. So your intuition is like pissed, right? Because it's like, but we desire this, and your ego's like, but it's unsafe. So right. you can have it, but it's got to be constantly wrapped in scarcity. Right. And the more you go for more, the more you have to self soothe with scarcity. Right. Exactly. So it becomes this like push pull, and instead of like walking to where you want to go you're like walking with all this baggage and weights and like right it's got to be unpleasant to get there like it right. becomes that i mean I'm, you also just made like a huge really should have been obvious to me light bulb go off in my head when you were talking oh and it, i got like a little bit away, distracted and i was like you're on a you're you have to talk <laughs> put a pin in that <laughs> i was like Hoo, <laughs> but it's it's just simply like what we're talking about here though it's like 
sometimes I spend so much time being like, I'm struggling with body image or eating stuff or whatever. And it's, no, you're not. Correct. That's a symptom right. of the, a thing that you're struggling with where you have a fear that's overriding your intuition and right. it's making you suffer. Yes. So like it's showing up in a sub. Has nothing to do with the food. Right. Exactly. Zero things to do right. with the food. And that's why I would never say that I had disordered eating. But that is disordered exactly. eating. Because it's a symptom of exactly. that problem. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So. I am so sweaty. <laughs> Let's talk about my formula for the humans. Yes. That are humaning. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to confess something to you that will zero amounts surprise you, but <laughs> other people will be like, that sounds a little weird. Like you're, yeah. you're totally a weirdo. If okay. you haven't caught on, I have a vow that it's unsafe for me to be too weird. How many times on the podcast do I, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to tell you I'm a weirdo. Right. But being weird is cool. Yeah. It's fine. I'm a weirdo. Welcome to the podcast. Same. Yeah. Fine. doesn't matter. Okay. Human beings to me, energetically have like a, it's almost like a patchwork quilt going on where there's like all these boxes in their energy. This is visually in, through your clairvoyance. Yes. Obviously okay. I'm clairvoyant. So energy looks like a thing, like it start, I start picturing it in my head and it's okay. easy for me to describe how some, even if it's something that I'm feeling, if mm -hmm. it's like clear sentience or clear cognizance, it's easier for my brain to put Translate it into a visual it. to explain it and to help myself understand it, which is what clairvoyance is. Gotcha. Okay. I just like to say that. Yeah. Okay. I think people think it's like having a vision of something in the corner. It's not what it is. Correct. See our episodes. Well, and it's also, exactly. <laughs> it's also probably different for everyone with clairvoyance. Absolutely. It depends on the this other ways yours. it comes in. This is right. how it works for right. me. Okay. So it's like this this kind of like patchwork quilt of squares and mm -hmm. somebody starts talking about something, mm -hmm. anything they just yeah. start talking about, especially if it has to do with themselves. And all of a sudden, a couple of the squares go askew. That's what you were just doing in the Italian sub episode. Yes. I mean, obsessed segment. Yes. <laughs> it's an episode. It is an episode. Yeah. Okay. I'm having an episode. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> okay. Right. Now, I think by design so that I would discover my purpose I'm also a bit what's called OCT, which yes. is like people say they have OCD when they don't. I don't want to do that. But you have obsessive no. compulsive tendencies, tendencies right. which means to me, if something's askew, it bothers me. Like, have you like imagine having to walk by a painting on the wall all the time that's like just a little off? Yep. That's what it feels like to me with people's energy. When people start talking to me about yeah. stuff, I have learned how to deal with it, and yep. it's why I have so many like secret traps and codes and ways around and ways to try to help someone without actually helping them. You have to ask or I'm not going to do it. But like, do you know what I'm no, trying to say? You can't just be like, oh, this is screwed up in you. Let's fix it. No, it, you need you someone's consent. Right. You you need consent to right. do any of those things. Correct. I 100% know. I 100% yeah. understand. I 100% don't just bleh at people. Right. But you understand the, the, comp the compulsion to want to help someone. Oh my God. I just want to put your stuff Just back together right. and line it up because then you're going to feel better because right. you're probably telling me about a problem. That's what the people do to me, right. which makes sense based mm -hmm. on what my purpose in life is. Right. Right. Okay. So to understand the squares going out of place, I had to create sort of a formula to understand what I was seeing so that mm -hmm. I could very quickly help the people. Mm -hmm. Now I also did this professionally. So it's really easy for me to go like, right. Oh, that's this, that's that. Like that happens mm -hmm. really quickly. Right. Okay. So, I made a very oversimplified sort of formula for the people. Okay. 
I think each element of the formula could be its own episode. You guys, I was going to say, like, want. I was going to say, if you're interested, we can do other yes. episodes. But basically, the stuff in the in the patchwork quilts, the squares that are going askew, there's always at least two, and it's like one moves and the other shifts, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you'd have balance. Remember, there's a lot of Libra in my chart. Libra Moon is my intuition, so like balance is important to me. Alignment and balance. Yeah. So right. intuition. Your intuition and ego being out of balance is how my intuition reads it. Yeah. Because of the Libra moon. See our episode on moon signs. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I have to understand what the two squares are. So it's always intuition and ego mm-hmm. that are askew. One side of intuition and one side of ego are out of balance. And it's based on what I call a vow, which is just a story that you created that messes up the balance of your intuition and ego. Right. It makes desire and fear not work in balance with each other. Right. Okay. That's what all the humans look like to me all the time. Right. Okay. So just to remind you, intuition is desire and it's how you want to feel. Yep. So the desire to feel this, the desire to have this, the desire, like that's what intuition is all the time. Ego is fear, which is how to be safe, how to be safe, how to be safe. So if these two things work together in balance, you're always desiring things and creating a safe plan to get there. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's how you get there. So you right. don't just die. That's like, the, yeah, right. That's the optimal use of ego and intuition where they're, wor- yes. they're working together. Now they don't work perfect because no. you're a human being, right? And it's, you're not set up for that. You're the whole setup is to constantly be trying to, to balance the two and right. to like relieve where a story that you created is causing an imbalance. Mm-hmm. You're naturally balanced. You just have a lot of stories right. based on your experience that are knocking that off. Right. So I created some, some of the boxes for you. Okay. Again, these are oversimplified and I tried to pick the ones that I see the most often. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm telling you this is because this is what you need to focus on, not self-worth. Correct. This is what you want to look at. Right. You don't, You're not a person walking around trying to feel worthy. You're a person walking around trying to balance your intuition and ego. And feel safe. Yeah. Right. But also desire things. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to, and everyone has their own balance. Your balance isn't my balance. Like that's, that's what you, that's what you're doing. Right. So if you're like, I feel like I have low self-worth, what you're saying is I feel like my ego is, is more powerful than my intuition and it's Mm -hmm. causing me pain. Right. Or if you, you're like. Oh no, I'm always fine. But like, that's also an, an ego imbalance, but you're, you were raised mm. to have an ego imbalance, right? Your intuition has been tried to be snuffed out for a long time. Yeah. You can't exist in the society no. without these imbalances. No. Okay. So here are some of the categories and what you can look in that actually make up who you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Empathy. Yes. Okay. Again, these are sub all subcategories of intuition and ego. Yes. So understanding feelings in another person and you fall somewhere on that spectrum. Yep. Some people, it's really easy for them to understand and like sort of feel their own version of that person's emotions. Mm. And for some people, that's really hard. And most people are somewhere in between. Yep. And if you're somebody who watching the news is really difficult, I think you should make yourself so you're informed. But true. if that's a difficult thing for you, you're an empath. Right. Because it, you start to feel how the person felt on the TV right. in your own body. And no matter what, you can't not. So you have to take good care of yourself, but that's part of who you are. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, your drive, which is based on your human desires. So Mm -hmm. we have a whole episode on these. You have six universal human desires. They are love and connection, significance, certainty, variety, growth, and contribution. Yep. Those are that. 
Okay. Yep. So the drive you have to go for things is a category. Yep. Okay. And which ones? Like what motivates you? Yes, exactly. Yep. And how, how much of your energy you put into that? Yeah. Okay. How you treat other people. Okay. okay. This is a combo of fear and empathy. Okay. So your particular mixture of fear, ego fear, how to be safe and empathy for others creates the way that you treat everybody. Interesting. Okay. Yep. So if you're saying like, I'm yep. having trouble with people pleasing, you have an imbalance here. Okay. Yes. So that's, right. that's what that yes. is that you can fix right. or adjust or start right. to heal. Right. Yeah. You can't cure. <laughs> well, and that's why empaths are, are tend to be people pleasers. Yes. Because they can tell what pleases people. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Your moral code. I'm looking right at you because mm -hmm. you love a moral code. I do. Yeah. Okay. This is how you want to feel when you give to others. That's yeah. how I define that. Okay. So my moral code is how I want to feel when I give to others. Yeah. It's not your value. No. It's People not even, mix this up. Yeah. And it's not even like right and wrong. There's nothing it's to what, do that. It's what's right and wrong for you. It's like what feels good for you. What but feels that's right intuition me. and ego. Correct. Imbalance. Right. Your moral code is like when I'm interacting with another human and I'm giving right. energetically, verbally, <clears throat> physically, whatever to them, how right. do I want to feel? Yep. That's the answer. That's your moral code. Right. But mo my moral code, a lot of people would think moral code was based on like the Bible or on like societal norms and mores, right? Right. Like, they want it to be I'm a very like morally driven person, but mm -hmm. I actually disagree with a lot of like rules of our society. Yes, because it has nothing to do with anyone else except you. Right. Your moral code actually doesn't have anything to do with the other people. It right. has to do with how you feel when you interact with them in the, in the sense of going this way. Exactly. When your energy goes out, right. how do you, you want to feel? feel? Right. That's what your moral code is. Right. And it, uh, people, like you're saying, attach it to like... Right religion or like entities how great of a person you are right uh, spoiler alert it has nothing to do with that no you're right. you're a super intuitive being and you're always worried about how you feel right. that's what that is and then the flip side of that like how you want to feel when others give to you it's called boundaries mm. we have a whole episode on that we do it's a good one too okay so how do you want to feel when other people give to you okay right. if boundaries are really hard for you you're struggling with boundaries you have an imbalance in the ideas with your what's safe and how you like what you desire when how about how other people treat you right okay yeah. that's all it has nothing to do with your self-worth no it's not bad to say i don't want to be around that person that's a good point there's no worth connected to that there's no there's value a, connected to that yeah and also if you can't say no it doesn't mean that you suck just means it doesn't you feel have, safe and to you have no worth and you have no value no it doesn't mean you're a shitty person it just means it's some place where you need to work it means that you're with your fear and desire fears way ahead of your desire right. so you're suffering for keeping yourself safe so yes. the idea is to take those two things and bring them closer together right so that you're not suffering so much yeah that's what that's all that is yeah people are like sometimes to me like how do you just say no to that i just don't want to right because I haven't assigned any idea of worth to like needing to be around everybody all the time and have everybody like me. Exactly. No, thanks. Right. I used to. Mm-hmm. Don't anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then lastly, your purpose. Mm. So this is, this is two things. People kind of only think of it in one way, but it doesn't have to do with your work, just so you know. Correct. 
a lot of people would like the work that they do in a capitalistic society to line up with their purpose, which I think is a great idea. In theory. Yeah. But yeah. if you try to like only create a job based on your purpose in a society that doesn't want you to do that, you're going to feel frustrated. So yeah, maybe, trying to monetize your purpose isn't always a, a great no, idea. But if you need to work to get money and right. you have enough privilege in your life that you can get to the point where this is these two things line up or you have a goal for those things yeah. to line up. Great idea. Awesome. Yes. Okay. But there's no shame in not. Also. No, and you can fulfill your purpose in yes. just working a nine to five. So what your purpose is, is how you want to contribute to the world, yep. which if you want to simplify even more, is just how you want to be seen. Mm. That's all your purpose is, just how you want to be seen. Yeah. Okay. So people get really caught in like, well, this is how we want to change the world or give to the world. And like, yes, that's like a deeper part of purpose, mm -hmm. but really right at the surface is how you want to be seen right. by everybody, by one person that's purpose right okay yep. those are the categories now notice that's a lot there's more i know you're gonna say like well what about this what yeah but those are the main ones that right. like most of the time the squares are when someone starts talking yeah. in those categories none of those things have to do with worth esteem or value they're no. just you existing they're just yep. your formula for how you operate yeah nobody is more or less worthy than anything now here's the argument i get to that statement oh what about murderers? What about murderers, Heather? I hate to tell you this, but they're not more or less worthy. Are they safe to have around? Right. It just open in society with, with the same privileges as everybody else? Right. Nope. Mm -hmm. But is it a question of worth? No. No. Right. We're all the same worth. Right. Like, I know people don't like that. that. That's I a hard pill it. for a lot of people to swallow. I get it. Yeah. Do we need to do stuff in society to keep people who hurt other people away? Yes. That's called yes. boundaries. Remember yeah. we talked about that? Right. But this is not worth. No, it's not worth. No. Right. Because as soon as you start saying that, you're going to start thinking about, well, what about the woman who killed her, the person who was attacking her? Exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, this makes no sense. You can't use that as an argument. No, and it's it's like where self-worth is weaponized into making people feel superior to other people. Exactly right. Right? Like, I've never murdered anyone, so I'm better than them. Or like, yes. I'm this skin color, so I'm better than all right. these other people. Like, right. th there, there's no worth in your right. skin color. Right. Good or bad, right. no matter the skin color, there's it, right. that doesn't make you worthy. If you think no. that being white makes you better. Yep. Than black people or anyone of color, it makes no sense. That is twisted. Yes, because it it nobody's it better than anybody. It, it's it's so people spend so much of their lives in their energy, really trying to feel worthy. But you like that? I think that's a perfect example of the trap that you spoke about. Is that yes. like we're fed this line about worth and like being worthy, and so then. It's then we weaponize it to, mm -hmm. to make ourselves feel better. Yep. But then we've never we've never actually done anything. Like we've, we've no. never actually like healed or grown or improved. We just complained about stuff we don't like, and we don't have the tools to go do it because we don't feel powerful because we're trapped in the hamster wheel right. of having our intuition and ego out of balance. And it becomes this like this weapon of superiority. Yes. 
This there's no right? way like, who's think about superior it. Like to another race. person. That's those are all yes. weapons of superiority. Like I'm better than yes. you because I'm this religion. Yes. I'm more devout than you are, or and I'm this skin color. Even outside of religion, you I see it in like the holistic spiritual yes. intuitive world all the time where they're like I've downloaded a magical message. Right, or I, or I meditate every morning at 3 a.m. for 55 minutes. Cool. Does so that I'm better than you? Does that make your intuition and ego feel balanced? Then you should absolutely fucking do it. Right. But if you don't want to do that, and that's not what balances yours, then that's not the thing for you to do. And well, it's like, and if you're using that to make yourself feel better than everybody, it's not going to work. And that's <laughs> not the point. You're missing it. You're right. not going to get there. Right. You're not going to get there. Right. It's it's constant in our society, and I feel right. like there isn't like a, a like a thirty minute period I exist in without it coming up. Right. And without me being like, Ugh. right. Yep. Like, and I think that's why people start to be like, why do so many women when they get into like their forties or their late thirties or something just start being like fuck all this i'm not doing this anymore it's because the jig is up we've seen behind the curtain by this time and we've also especially if you're putting decades in it trying to play the game and you finally realize that there's no way to actually win this isn't the real game this is a distraction from the actual living that's over there right like i've followed the rules i've I've met all the requirements to be worthy and i still feel like shit exactly I now have all these autoimmune issues that I can't seem to heal. <laughs> yeah, because I've been out of balance all for, this for time. For decades. And all I do when I focus on the idea of self-worth is shift it out. Right. Even further. And, you know, I talk all the time about confidence. That right. confidence is only a perception in another person. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you're not – no one's actually confident. What does right. that mean? Right. I, there's self-trust. I love self-trust. Focus mm-hmm. on that, right? But it's all about the way you get that is by balancing your intuition and right, ego. Like right. it's it's wild. Yep. Okay, I'm getting fired up. I love it. Down. All right. I have to tell this quick story that happened in a session one time where I started yelling a sentence at somebody and they were <laughs> the two of us started laughing so hard and she, and she was like, "You have to tell people about this because this has come this has changed my perspective, but also it's it's funny and like, it's funny in the way, this is, was a client of mine for a long time. It was funny in the way like I had just got so aggravated yep. with her suffering, not with her, but with her suffering and her story that it made me yell this at her. Nice. Okay. So this is somebody who was really focused on manifesting love. She wanted to be married so bad. This okay. was a huge goal. Okay. I have nothing against that. I'm not, if that's what you want, let's come on over. Let's fucking go for it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But this is her whole focus in life. Okay. (laughs) She had so much of her self-worth tied, which is bullshit, tied to this. And like all of her ego stories and intuition were so out of whack and she was missing so much of life and so much of the amazing stuff that she had. She was an immigrant. She had accumulated all this wonderful stuff. Like she was fucking killing it, but she wasn't married and it was driving her fucking bonkers because she was past an age she was over the age of 30 where society thinks that's allowed. She might not, she might've been like 29 or something. So panicking. Okay. That makes me mad for her. Okay. Right. This is how I felt for her. I was like, Oh, and she just kept being like, but if I do this, if I, if I maybe go on this retreat or if I do this work or if I do another session or I dig up this thing, then he'll show up. Yep. Okay. We all know these people. I've heard it. Yeah. 
out of my extreme love for her. <laughs> she had just gone on this tangent about how she really needed to like shift all these elements of herself. So like when she was in a room full of men, she needed to behave like this. And a lot of it was like, she needed to not talk so loud. She needed to not eat in front. Like, and I was, I couldn't listen to her suffer like that anymore. Yeah. And I, I yelled at her, Hitler had a wife. <laughs> I said it like five times. Hitler had a wife. Hitler had a wife. And exactly. she was like, what? And I was like, it has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with your worth. We can all agree right. that Hitler was a shit, a shit person. human. He sucked. Right. If you're going to say there's worth, which there isn't. Right. Think we could say he was really low there. Right, right. Okay. He was unworthy. Yes, right. if you're going to say, okay, maybe he's the one person right now. I'll, I'll say, fine, we'll say he's unworthy. Yeah. He sucked, okay? But Awful. he had a wife, which proves to everybody that the way to get the things you want in life has nothing to do with your value. Exactly. It has nothing to do with changing who you are. It right. is, just has to do with balancing fear and right. desire. Right, like Hitler didn't get a wife because he was such a valuable, worthy human being. Exactly. Right. In fact, there are disgusting men that I have been watching documentaries about lately who claim to be religious prophets who have oh. multiple mm -hmm. wives, and they're about the scummiest of scummy humans I've right. ever met in my life. Right. It's not a thing. Right. Okay. It's a valid, valid point. Okay. So if you start to think about your worth, right. I just want you to tell yourself that Hitler had a wife and go, the <laughs> worth idea is stupid. He proves exactly. it. Exactly. Right, right there. Okay. He also had like money, he had power. Yeah. Okay. Trash human. Okay. So I just want to end talking about that TikTok. I want to circle back because I want oh, right. to do the points with my formula. For yes. Okay. 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 So here are the six symptoms. I'm going to go by, I'm going to go through them that this man listed. Yeah. Again, I'm not trying to hate on this man. No. I'm just trying to say he's misinformed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So these are the six symptoms of low self-worth or low self-esteem. And I'm going to tell you what they really are. Okay. Number one was imposter syndrome. Yep. Okay. This is an imbalance of your moral code and your drive. Yep. Have it sometimes. <laughs> Don't we all? Yes, because you're, we all do. You're never going to just walk around always feeling perfectly safe and like your desires are perfectly met. Well, in... And scenarios and situations are always changing. Your life is always yes. changing. You're, you're meeting new people, new social situations, new jobs. Yes. Like, so yeah, the, your first day of work, you're going to walk in and be like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing here? Why yeah. did they hire me to do this? And like, imposter that's syndrome is not a real thing. Right. You can't have imposter syndrome. I know what you're referring to. I'm not mad, but it's not a syndrome. Right. It's just an imbalance between your drive and your moral code. They're right. not matching. I'm trying to go and feel these ways and I've attached this idea to it. And my moral code has this like weird vow in it that's like knocking these two things out of balance. All right. If you have what you think is imposter syndrome, you have a story about yourself not being safe, feeling the ways you want to feel 100% of the time. It has nothing to do with being an imposter. Right. We're all imposters. Yeah. We're all worthless imposters. <laughs> worthless imposters. <laughs> Let's get that on the imaginary merch. <laughs> okay. People pleasing. Mm -hmm. This was his number two. Yeah. Okay. 
people pleasing, I don't have a problem with this name because it's very aptly naming what you're doing. Right. Okay. But this is an imbalance in the squares of your moral code and your intuition. These two things aren't lining up. So the way you want to feel when you are giving to the people and how you desire to feel emotionally don't match. Right. That's all that is. Yep. Okay. And the reason is usually because it's unsafe for your needs to be met by other people. That's what a people pleaser is. Right. Sorry again to make, make it simple, but it is. <laughs> exactly. It isn't simple to fix. No. It's not like we talk about the spiral staircase. Right. It's going to be there, but it's going to have less and less power over you. And you're just like, oh, this is here. Like, yeah, but, but when you know that that's why you're people pleasing, it's yeah. so enlightening to be like, I, like I would, pe I would people please. And because it goes sort of so directly against like my innate personality. Yeah. I'd walk away from situations and being like, why did you just do that? Like, yes. like why, why, why did you make it all about them? Or why couldn't you have a turn or whatever? Yes. Right. So it, that sucks. But when right. you realize why you're doing it, you're like, oh, it's not because I'm this like weakling. Yes, it's because I feel like it's unsafe if this person doesn't react to me in a way that makes me feel liked by them. Right. It's not safe for me to have needs and desires. And I, it's not safe for me to say that. No. So I'll just meet theirs and, right. and, and make mine invisible. Listen, if you could have a second before you interacted with any human to quickly decide your intention of how you want to feel when you interact with them. Right. And then interact with them. It would be a lot game changer. It would it would be a big difference because yep. you're pulling your because most of the things that you're going to have imbalances in is like your fear is too strong and your intuition is too weak. Right. And they're not really strong and weak. It's just like which one has quiet like, and loud. Yes, exactly. Right. Which one have you placed more right. like eggs in that basket yep. here? So it's just about going like oh I just right. need to shift this a little bit. Right. That's it. Okay. The third one was procrastination slash perfectionism. Yes. <laughs> this is a purpose and ego misalignment. Yep. This is an, a misalignment with how you want to be seen and a fear. Mm -hmm. So like it's unsafe. This is how I want to be seen, but being seen like that's unsafe. Right. Misalignment. Yep. Okay. Especially if, I mean, procrastination and perfectionism are like cousins. They're very similar things. They all have to do with control. Right. Okay. So if you're in the more procrastinating side, like, especially with big things like trying to get them done. And again, this is oversimplified because right. there's other reasons people procrastinate. Well, I was just going to say there's overlaps like ADHD and like, oh, absolutely, you know I mean? absolutely. And there's also overlaps, see our episode on this, but like there's overlaps between intuition and ego beliefs and ADHD, any sort of neurodiversity. Right. It doesn't mean one's causing the other. It's that they're both Existing. working together and right. shifting each other around. Okay. Right. So if you're more towards the side of procrastination, you probably have a real lack of clarity on how you want to be seen. And mm -hmm. that's causing you to procrastinate. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think about how I keep procrastinating. You know this about me. You yell at me for it all the time. Getting a primary care doctor. The one I have is no longer there. I have to get a new one. Yep. I have been procrastinating this forever. Why? Because there's a, a feeling of unsafety right. matched with a complete misalignment and not having enough clarity of how I want to be seen when I make a stupid phone call. Right. And it's causing me to stop. Like, and how this new person is going to view you and your body. That's am I going to make the, the right problem. decision? Am I going right. yeah, there's so am I going to have to fight? Are they going to see me? Like there's all this fear around being seen by this person, literally seen. seen. That's what they say. We can see you. And I'll right. be like, can you, right. can you see me, sir? <laughs> It's definitely a man in your mind, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the bad guys are literal guys. Right. Okay. 
Um, and then perfectionism, just sort of on the other side of that, is right. a real, it's unsafe to be seen as anything except perfect, which right. doesn't exist. So then you just trapped. Stuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next one was comparing yourself to others. Mm -hmm. This is simply purpose and ego misalignment again. Yeah. How do you want to be seen? But it's a, I'm afraid to be seen that way. So I think I want to be seen like that instead yep. because that would be safer than safer. being seen for who I'd I am. I'd rather people see that part of me or see me as that. Yes. Right. You can't really compare yourself to another person because what are you comparing exactly? Right. It doesn't make any sense. Well, you're, you think you're comparing how valuable someone else thinks that person is to how valuable they think you are. Right. But when value and worth don't exist, and you've got to rewrite the whole thing. Even if they did exist, mm -hmm. what somebody, what that person sees as more valuable and what that person sees as more right. valuable is different. And it's even different in different moments and different days. Right. And I can say something and someone will decide that I'm less valuable for it. And I can, the other person over there will think I'm more valuable for it. And it, it, it doesn't, it's, it's not what, real. It's all what you perceive, what you're projecting. They're and it's not think. actually what they think. No. It's what not. you're imagining. Right. It's projection. It's crazy. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Okay. The next one is avoiding social interaction. I hated this one so much because what I wrote was further questions needed. <laughs> because like... You're going to put that on your gravestone. Further, further questions, questions needed. <laughs> this is not enough data. <laughs> More data required. Yeah, I'm going to need some follow-up yeah. information here. Okay. First of all, this is not a sign of anything wrong with you if you mm -hmm. are avoiding social interactions. No, and there's so many reasons why one would do that. Okay, so you absolutely need it. But what I'm going to say is like if you're having trouble, if you want – like I want to go to that Correct. social event, but I can't go to that social event. Or I'm having trouble motivating myself to go to that social event. Then you have an intuition and ego imbalance because right. you're desiring to go to the thing, you but can't. you're afraid to go to the thing. Correct. Now – if you just don't love interacting with other people and you desire to be home. Different. Different. Very different. Different. Okay. More data. More, More data, data needed. required. <laughs> <laughs> the last one also has the same note mm. and it's hypersensitivity. And my note to this is, what do you mean by that, sir? Because what is the right amount of sensitivity? I was going to say, what do you mean by sensitivity? I mean, I know what they're getting at. I do but too, like, but it's, it's a bullshit thing to say. It is a bullshit thing to say. Hypersensitivity. Like, like, are you talking about my intuition that I want to be as sensitive as possible? Yeah. Are you talking about like me crying because you looked at me the wrong way? Then I don't want to be that sensitive. But is like, that sensitivity? <laughs> I don't even think that is sensitivity. I don't either. I mean, are we talking about foods? Are we, are we, being, are we right? I, like there's so, are many we talking about pollen? Cause I'm don't want to be hypersensitive to that anymore. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, uh, yeah, it, I hate it. I hate the term. Right. I very much hate the term, but for what this person is implying, mm -hmm. which I think, think is like a sensitivity to rejection that I could maybe oh, say is like yeah. in yeah, hyperdrive. Yeah. Yep. That's intuition and purpose misalignment. So how you desire to feel and how you want to be seen aren't matching. Yeah. So one of those things right. has a little too much fear driving and you just need to shift. You know, sometimes it's just going like, what do I actually want? It's like bringing attention to it for a second. And all you need to do is clarify it. And you're like, oh, right. And then you're fine. But like, if well, you think it's self-worth, you can't move. Well, and the problem with this is that like all of these bullets that he listed on the TikTok are actually great places to look at, yes. like to to use with your formula. Oh, yes. am I people pleasing too much? Oh, so what does that mean for me? But yes. when it's framed as like, if you have these you have low self-esteem in a 30 second TikTok. Yeah. 
not a lot is going to be helped and yeah. you're probably going to like scroll away feeling, feeling worse shitty. about yeah, yourself. That's my whole thing. There's right. never been a time where someone has said your self-worth is low. Or right. your, your self-esteem is low where it's actually helped anybody. Right. Zero amounts of time. So right. you always feel worse. And okay, you go, yeah, so I'm going to go mm. work on that. And then you look into it and you're like, wait, this is a made up concept. Exactly. You're lying. That's not my problem. Right. And if you, and if I were to sit you down, if you, if you were to pause this podcast and be like, all right, let me just write in my notes app, like what would make me worthy right now? Yeah. Do it. You're going to be a lot of bullshit. It's going to be a ton of bullshit yeah. that you're going to have a hard time wading through. But if you actually got to the bottom of it, it would be these, this formula Yes. that you actually needed to be working on. Yeah. You're, what you're going to do is go, the things I want, I don't have because there's a lot of fear right. stopping me from getting them. Right. And then you're going to go, I don't think that has anything to do with my value, value. or right. my worth or right. my esteem. Right. They're just fears that I have to work on. Yeah. Right. I know some people like to be like, well, can't we just say like everyone's worthy? No, because that doesn't make any sense either. Right. It's the same as when you say, love your body, love the skin you're in. What? Yep. Why do I have to love it? It's just, I and just why, exist in it. And why are you taking your body and separating it from you? Right. It's because society has, has told me that, that right. self-worth right. exists and that the people who are better than other people have this type of body. Right. So you're saying, I love my body despite these social requirements. Despite that it doesn't meet the, the value standards right. that someone else invented. Right. So when, just, you're already being toxic. No. I right. won't love it. Right. You know what? Today, I might feel real comfortable in my skin. Right. And tomorrow, I might not. I told you that the other day, I was feeling fine about myself. Mm -hmm. And I saw myself, a picture of myself in a fisheye lens, which is basically like seeing yourself in a funhouse mirror. And it like, hurt my feelings. Literally. I hurt my feelings so bad that I felt bad about my body. Yeah. I did that to myself in an Old Navy mirror last week. Yes. Like, right. Yeah. Like, but so, but but then we're taught that like if you don't if you don't love your body all yeah. the time, right, you're failing, right. So, At what, sir? Right. So like it, it like we have to just start seeing ourselves as whole beings. Like I love myself. Yeah, but I don't I have love any myself. worth. I'm right. just some. I had nothing to do with coming here. Correct. Right. I'm here. I probably somewhere on whatever you see is the other side was like standing in a line and like my number got called and maybe there's that like beautiful concept that you choose your parents. I love that. I think you have connections to soul, like soul families yep. and friends. Yeah. Absolutely. I fully believe that you have those kind of soulmates and things like that, that yep. all play a part. Yep. But like, I didn't do anything to fucking earn it. And then I'm not going to continue to earn something that I already have, which no. is being alive. Yeah, you just signed up for the ride. Yeah. Right. And you know what? Even if I spend my whole life trying to earn it, who's the judge of this? Because is it everybody else? Because they all disagree. Right. Exactly. I saw a, a Instagram post of Kate Hudson. She posted on her Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm scrolling and I see Kate Hudson and it's a picture of her. It's like three pictures, I think. And it's a picture of her. It's a picture of her daughter in the pool. And then it's a picture of her in a, she is like sun's out, buns out. I saw that. And she has like a thong bikini on. And I was like, damn girl, like she looks beautiful. Right, she sure. looks great. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, I gotta see the comments on this. Right. Okay. I would say it was about 50, 50 people being like, wow, you look great. Blah, 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 blah. And people being like, 
um, you're a mother or it's sexier to not show stuff, like shaming her. Yep. And I was like, yep. this is what we do. We obje- objectify women especially, right. but anyone right. to think that we can have an opinion on them and that we are the judges of their value. But you can just read any comment section on any post and right. see that everyone has a different idea of that. Right. There is no real judge. No. Right. If you have a fabulous ass and you take a picture of it and put it on Instagram, go for it. And if you're someone who doesn't like to see fabulous or just asses in general, then just unfollow the person Correct. showing their ass. Why are you comment? It doesn't right. make any sense. Because it, because it's that weaponized superiority. I know. I just I'm I'm worthy more. Yeah, because I don't show my ass right. on Instagram. Exactly. Like, so that's where my self worth comes right. from. Right. But it's like, okay, me personally, I don't want to show my ass on Instagram. No. At least not at the moment. That maybe maybe something will happen. Maybe I'll have you know some bourbon and I'll want to. It doesn't matter. Good point. Okay. Yeah. But it does nothing to do with the fact that somebody else did. Exactly. Cool. Or that someone else is going to approve of it or not. Yeah. Or like people get mad at Lizzo because they think she dresses too sexy for a big body. What? What, is, what are you talking about? Who taught you that rule? <laughs> I think she looks fucking amazing. Yeah, I do too. I Stan love Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah. Stan. Okay. So anyways, self-trust, if you wanted to like, if you need a different word, I would pick that one. But mm. all that is is like having more balanced intuition and ego. Yep. That's people who yep. have that. That's what it is. There is something to be said for trusting your intuition and your ego and like knowing like, okay, I'm not exactly sure what <laughs> this is. This is sort of how I roll through most of my days. <laughs> it's like, I don't know exactly like how I'm going to play this. Yes. Same. But like, I like I'm to the point now where I trust my intuition and my ego. Yeah. Right, we're not we're not calling for ego death. We no, that's egos not, are you important. You need your ego to keep yes. you safe yes. and alive. Yes. So like I'm, I trust that like I'm gonna do what I need to do, or I'm gonna say what needs to be said, or like yeah. the right words gonna come to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like there's something really powerful in in just trusting the process and not being like I have to perform. Yes. I have to perform so I can acquire this worthiness or so I can, I can re- achieve this perception that I want. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. Because in the, if you follow that up, it's because it's unsafe. Right. If you're like, no, I might not feel safe in every situation, right. but I'm going to bet on the ability to use my intuition and my ego yes. and my understanding of myself Right. that I'm going to do the best I can in that situation. Right. And like, I have a lot of tools I'm going to do well. Like, and it's going to be different in different situations. Like if the situation is, please do a lot of math. Right. I I have plenty of self-trust, but I'm, I'm not going to go in with like as much. Right. As if you were like, could you please, this person has this problem. Could you please help them figure it out? Right. I got self-trust coming out my eyeballs there. I'm, I understand that. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's why confidence isn't real. Like in what arena are you talking about? Like in what way, in what well, moment? Right. And that's why perspective is, that's why you choosing a narrative or a perspective that is healthy for you works because I just sat here and said, like, I trust myself to make the right decisions. Yes. Like as they come up, I trust my intuition yes. and my ego to help manage me. Yeah. But I also said yes to all of yes. all of these things on this TikTok that said I had low self-esteem. Right. So I'm choosing the story of I got this. Yes. So how could you and, possibly and, have and what I, they're calling low self-esteem? Right. And if I fuck up, it doesn't mean that like I'm not worthy or I'm going to hell or like right. men aren't going to want to make out with me. <laughs> 
or whatever we're told we're supposed to be working yes, towards. Right. Right. Yeah. It's that like, no, the work is, I feel like I've worked hard enough. So I might grapple with some of these things on this list, Yeah. but I actually trust myself enough to walk into almost any scenario. Yeah. So how could it. you, how could you ever go? Oh, well, she's got low self-esteem, right? No, you don't. You just have some vows in some areas that I'm working on. Still. And guess what? <laughs> Was there a person when I said imposter syndrome, people pleasing, procrastination slash perfectionism, comparing yourself to others, avoiding social uh, interactions, hypersensitivity that didn't go. Yeah. I've, I've experienced course, that. Right. Everybody. That's just, it's just living human. Yes. Right. Yes. It's not low self-esteem. Right. Are one of those or a few of those areas feeling like they have a lot of power over you at the moment? Yes. Are they causing you a lot of like grief and struggle you, right. or overwhelm? Then then let's work there. Yep. But they don't have anything to do with your value of yourself. Right. What? Does it make any sense to you? No, I know. I know. Everything when I'm talking about vows and I'm talking about balancing this stuff is a story. Mm -hmm. All the humans walking around, suffering at all, have shit stories. Right. You you do. I don't care if you think like you don't suffer hardly at all. You have some shit stories. Everybody has shit stories about themselves that don't make any sense and they aren't real. And it's just about shifting them right. and changing them. And once you see them, it automatically starts shifting. Exactly. So that's the quote that's unquote the fun. work. Right. Well, fun. Well, fun. Fun. If you're me. <laughs> Jamie finds it fun, which is why she can accept me as a friend. <laughs> it's fun to be like, to that moment of realizing why you're doing something. Yeah. And then to watch it start shifting around in your life. That's fun. That's freeing. That's like, oh shit. That's wonderful. I, it's my favorite thing to do and have done yeah. to myself. It, it literally, like right. if you're like, what could you do all the time? Right. It would be like help other people with that and help myself with yes. it all the time. And like, I think the majority of conversations you and I have with each other is us going like, I noticed this in you and I have noticed this in myself and like literally giving right. each other perspective on it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ah, oh, yeah. And it's like, I think that's my hobby. Yeah. Like, what are your, what's your favorite <laughs> hobby? That. Doing the work. <laughs> Doing the work. That has nothing to do with self-worth. Nope. No self-worth. No. I would like to propose an episode mm. that it may need to be like post-summer because I might need to like marinate in it for yeah. a little while of looking at how body image, eating disorder, all of that kind of stuff is trapped in self-worth. And if we could actually take it and bring it to like the formula – Mm. that we would actually maybe start to help it because I feel like the hamster wheel when you're, when you struggle with that stuff is so hard to get out of. And Agreed. I think it's because we're looking at it the wrong way. Exactly. I agree. Okay. So All let right. me know if you guys like that. Yeah, exactly. All right. We definitely need some caffeine. Let's go get some coffee. I haven't coffee. had coffee today. That's ridiculous. should be illegal. <laughs> Let's go get some right now. Hey everyone, Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.